everyone. Welcome to the Just a Fan podcast. This is the beginning of the most engaging podcast in the multiverse. It's your boy, Gobsu, and I got my main man, the level man, Adamin, here today. How you doing, Adamin? Doing good, doing good. Good, good, yo. Um, it's been a while since I've seen you, obviously. We've been going through quarantine, obviously, the whole COVID issue, and it's crazy we're starting a podcast even during this time. Um, um, but f- for this episode, we kind of want to just talk about our favorite music that came out during quarantine. We were stuck at home. We didn't really have anything to do, so... We were invested in music, and we had a couple albums that we just, we just want to talk about. Before we get into that, though, we want to talk about a pressing issue that's going on right now, which is um, the BLM movement, Black Lives Matter movement. And as a fan of music, and especially hip-hop, we know that uh, black people are the pioneers in the culture. So we just want to take the time and talk about what kind of music they're dropping right now, especially about this issue. Um, and that starts with my man, J-Core. So uh, J-Core dropped Snow on the Bluff. Uh, basically talking to No Name, basically saying that she's calling him out for uh, not doing anything about the pressing situation, pressing, like, about what's going on with uh, the protests and the riots and everything and all the police brutality. Uh, what do you think about that, like, about his song? Um, l- w- let's maybe take it a step back first. So uh, where we start is with, with J. Cole, not actually J. Cole, sorry, with No Name. And No Name calls him out on Twitter, I guess? Yeah, on Twitter. Okay, and she's saying that J. Cole and I guess a couple other people yeah. aren't doing enough in the movement. Yeah. Um, at which point, J. Cole comes back with this song. Um, I like the song. Uh, it's definitely a little defensive. It is defensive, um, for sure. Why do you feel like he had... It's he crazy to think that J. Cole has given us this perspective. Like, yeah. You know, like, this perspective of, like... Um, like... It's like he's he's the way he goes about the song is more about uh saying that like she was living she lived she lived a gifted life right and some people that live in the struggle don't really can't really understand like what needs to be done in order to make the movement rise right mm-hmm. and um but to be honest I kind of enjoyed the perspective a little bit because it's actually true like there probably is many people like struggling that's like in poverty in bad neighborhoods and like. They they want to say something. They feel like yes, I've been feeling racialized, discriminated, discriminated against, racially discriminated against, but um, they don't know how to go about it. They they've been breeded into a culture, into a society that's systemic, and like they've been stuck in a place where they haven't been able to get out for like generations. So um, I would just I would just surprised that J Cole gave us that perspective, you know, like, but it, it is a perspective that is prevalent. It's it's there, but like. As an artist of his level, obviously people expect more, right? Uh, I agree that that uh, could be the perspective of some people. Uh, I wonder if that is the perspective of J. Cole. It feels a little disingenuous uh, because J. Cole, as a rapper, as a traditionally vocal person, I'll say, uh, in the past, maybe not recently, uh, he's kind of been like a more of a, a recluse recently. Yeah. Uh, is it not his responsibility to speak? As a person who speaks for a living on some level, thing is that's the issue. Like, um, like even like artists like Kendrick who've made their core albums dedicated to like you know sure. this current issue. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't speak publicly, but like they're in power places, you know, where they could be they could be behind the behind mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. behind closed doors, right? For sure. The reason, th- like, I guess like to get onto more of like what J. Cole maybe did wrong was the fact that he came out for this. Mm-hmm. Like he came out and made a song for this this situation, right? About No Name calling him out, and I guess like in No Name's response, so we know that she dropped a response to that called uh, 
Miss 33, is it Song 33? Song 33. Song 33. Which is in um in a lineage of songs that she's written. There's been Song 32 and Room 25. Oh, okay. It's kind of a... And a they're a like thing. random thoughts or like... Um, I guess they're a little more stream of consciousness, yeah, oh sure. Stream but of but this yeah. is like a very short, very pointed towards this yeah. issue. Yeah. And like, yeah, she basically calls him out saying like, how are you going to come out and make a song about this mm-hmm. when you could be coming out making a song that actually hits people, you know? Yeah. And um, starts a movement. And so... Uh, I know, like, it, it definitely is a un- uncomfortable thing to talk about, like, when you're looking at both sides of it. I I didn't, I wasn't super mad at J. Cole for coming out with this, because at the end of the day, as a rapper, he gave us a perspective, a perspective that some people may not consider, you know? And, like, obviously, we know rappers, are, uh, they, do, they do that, you know? Like, uh, when, uh, who's that, who's the rapper who, like, did it with the perspective of a gun, like, like some people, like some artists, they just take random perspectives, and like sure. it may not be genuine to them, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's just like something they do to rap about, right? So that's what I thought J Cole was doing here. Like I don't know if it was. I like don't think that's what J. Cole you don't think was so. Doing? No, I think that um, I think you hit something very important here, which is that um, so J Cole, no name calls out J Cole for not speaking up, uh, and you cannot speak up for a number of reasons. I mean, whatever your personal opinion is, or maybe you just don't feel like you have something to say, or something that's constructed as a conversation. Uh, but then J. Cole became someone who wasn't speaking up at all, which is fine or whatever, to somebody who was speaking up about this thing, a very yeah. specific thing. Um, and actually not referencing uh, the protests that are happening right now, which is the reason why No Name called him out. Mm. Um, and so it does feel very personal. Like yeah. you've attacked me and now I feel the need to respond. Yeah. Um, and to, to to kind of bring this out into a little bit of a broader context, not the entire broad context, I don't think we're yeah. capable of providing that. But um, maybe a week ago, Dave Chappelle dropped a special. Yeah. Uh, 846. I, I heard about it. I didn't watch it, though. Yeah. Um, actually, a very similar reaction to a similar call-out. So Don Lemon on CNN mm. asked, why don't the celebrities speak? And he named a couple of people. Oh. Uh, Drake, Oprah, Ellen, some of the bigger celebrities. Um and so Dave Chappelle responds with basically this thing, which is a comment, but also a comment on why I don't have to say anything. But in that, he talks about some very interesting things and maybe some context that we didn't see. Uh, he talked about, um, I think his name was Lloyd. Uh, George Floyd? Not George Floyd. Uh, it was, it was a, a cop in California mm-hmm. who tried to report police brutality as a police officer and got fired. And it's like a story that we don't really talk about. Yeah. So it's like some interesting side context that Dave mm-hmm. Chappelle was able to provide. Um, and I think that's a better response to this type of thing because it both addresses the core issue that he was initially called out for and also kind of addresses that, oh, I'm kind of I've kind of spoken my piece on this subject. This is not a recent event for me. Mm. Um, that's why I don't have to speak. Mm-hmm. And so J. Cole's response... Um, I think maybe by the nature of just being a three-minute song, lacks some of that context and lacks, um, I guess, a little bit of humility for being as famous of a person as he is. Mm. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Um, but just uh, both those songs, like, they're both great. I definitely think, yeah, No Name bodied him. Yeah. Like, for sure, like, the mm. beat on that song is nuts. Like, And yeah. she didn't even, like, rap so hard, you know? Like, I mean, not rap so hard. Like, she, like, the song was very short. For sure. Yeah. So like, uh, it was great to see like, I know a little bit of that going on during these times, even though it's hard to see. Um, but also past that, we also see Beyonce dropping 
a long ass banger. It sounds like like uh, she's hitting some vibes that I never heard in a while. Um, and all the proceeds of this that song is going towards her Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, she has something on her website. Mm-hmm. Uh, be good, be good, be good. Uh, I don't know what that is, but sure. um, it's great to see artists doing that. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, she's rapping for South and she's rapping for her kind, her race, yeah. and it's great to see. You know. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything else about? No, I think I think that's good. I think that's an interesting perspective um, to contrast against, like this. I don't know. Are we gonna call it a, a no name J Cole beef? I guess like seems like a strange. Uh, it might be a beef because taking this in, um, taking Ali Lennox came out and was like, oh, uh, like no name. Like I side with you basically. But yeah, she yeah. signed under Dreamville, eh? Sure. So like, uh, I don't know. Maybe th- maybe there might be some underlying issues they might have had before. Mm-hmm. Or what it might be, but it just um, I don't know. As it, this this situation definitely is game to people, you know. So absolutely. And so yeah. it's uh, I don't know if it's a beef or not, but. Yeah. Maybe some. It's it's a nice thing to see, I guess, as a fan, you know, for like music wise. I mean, on a purely music level, I guess. But yeah. um, uh, yeah. So Beyonce's song, I think, is very positive. It's called Black Parade. Uh, album cover is pure black. Yeah. It says everything, and then letters of Black Parade on it. Uh, and it's it's pointed. It's political, but it's also like um, inspirational, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's ma- very matter of fact. It's got you got you got your drums and you got your horns. Yeah, very homecoming style Beyonce song. Beyonce's really good at that though, making those anthems that yeah. like really like uh, they they last a long time as in like an inspirational kind of thing or like mm-hmm. just like uh, empowerment. You know, yeah. that's like uh, something she always brings to the table as an artist, right? Yeah, and I I think that um, Beyonce is very good at being a global pop star on a on a macro level, right, on mm-hmm. an international level. Yeah. But also being very rooted in the place and the time that she's from and kind of calling that out. And I think that the song um, sonically is, is, is uh, frankly, nothing new. It's something we've heard before. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a good pop song. Yeah, yeah, right? it's a good vibe. Yeah. It's kind of long. Yeah, know, it is kind of long. Maybe longer than I'd like it to be on a yeah. song level, but it's good. I'm glad it exists. Yeah. But it'd be definitely good to see more artists come out and, like, definitely it's – Whenever we hear music and stuff, it's always inspiring to hear people talk about real issues of real content, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, it's great to see, like, artists actually coming out and talking about the current issues that are actually going on in society, right? Yeah. And this is one of them, police brutality, you know? This is a big issue that's going on, right? So Absolutely. we got to make sure that we're always being aware and always being conscious. But uh, it's, it's great to see. As a fan, I'm enjoying it so much, you know? For sure. Um, but past that point, we just wanted to talk, I guess, about our quarantine picks while we've been banging throughout the whole quarantine we've been stuck at home music gets us through things so um honestly i'm gonna just go at it like i'm an exo fan weekend album came out a huge fan uh it's so crazy uh whenever the weekend drops it's always like a big era that goes on like the music always lasts such a long time because just the way he wars out music and he brings it to our eyes like uh it, it always feels like it lasts longer than a normal album release would be. Like a normal album rollout. They're all like eras in time that are encapsulated. And the After Hours eras, I think, are very great. I enjoy it a lot. Uh, a lot of the songs, like, it's very curated to uh, different sounds. I feel like that's what he's going for. It was like, yeah, that was a, there's an upbeat pop and there's a low darkness of the music. But uh, I think he made a good balance. There's obviously, I don't like every song. But... Um, I enjoyed a lot from the beginning, Alone Again. That's a great intro. It, goes, it starts off super hard, and it gets you excited, right? And then you get into the pop tracks. Like, uh, my favorite pop track, I guess, to be is Hardest Love. Hardest Love is my favorite pop track. I also enjoy In Your Eyes as well, but 
uh, I don't know, like, Hottest Love kind of gives me that upbeat, like, uh, I don't know, just, like, some, like, upbeat banger. Like, I, I enjoy it a lot. Um, what else? Oh, obviously, like, all the dark music. I enjoy Escape from L.A., Faith. Um, those are, like, the songs that I've be really been banging the most. Like, mm-hmm. Faith especially is, like, a big banger. Escape from L.A., Metro Boomin' on those hi-hats goes nuts. Super nuts. Um, and overall, like, the album is just really great. Like, do you have any words like, to say? Because I'm going to go on for a while. Like, No, it's fine. Uh, a question for you, actually. You, you know, Sean came in here. EXO <laughs> uh, shirt, After Hours uh, merch right here. He's ready to go. I, r- I appreciate that. Where where does After Hours fall in the uh, the weekend discography? Discography? Yeah. Ooh. Yo, it... Um, honestly, like... After Hours actually gives me the same universe vibes as Kissline does, right? Mm-hmm. So like, I feel like, I feel like it's up there. Like, it could be like top three, maybe, like top maybe trilogy being one. Yeah, trilogy being one project. Trilogy okay. being one project. If I, I, I don't know if I could break it up into mixtapes like that. Yeah, sure. just like I still got to give it some time. The era still continues. Like, uh, but definitely the best song on the album is After Hours. Like, so I think like just like objectively. We can say that After Hours is the best song on the album. That's fair. And it's crazy he dropped that as a single, too. So, But um, I'm just excited because the air is not done yet, you know? We're still getting videos constantly. He dropped the In Your Eyes video mm-hmm. after, and then he dropped the, uh, what's the last song on the album called? Until uh, I Bleed Out. Yeah, I b- Until I Bleed Out, which was a great video. Yeah. Like, he references the Zone video from back in the days, and I guess, you know, if he's talking about his drug addiction or maybe a girl, I don't know, he, you know, he doesn't need it anymore, right? You don't need these song things, so... It's great to see him progress, like, you know, as an artist, like, he's moving past uh, concepts that he once, like, really, like, encapsulated, and he's, like, being honest, I guess. I feel like that's what I was feeling. Um, but, yeah, in the at the end, like, it's to be continued. So I feel like once the fall time comes, that's when the next half of video roller is going to come out, and we'll get the videos that, like, the Snow Child video, I know there's going to be a video for that for sure, and um, more. Do you think we're getting more videos? Yeah. I think we've got a, a decent amount of videos right now. We have Heartless video. We have yeah. Blinding Lights video. We have Until I Bleed Out video. After Hours, technically, I guess those yeah, are kind of the short film, yeah. Um, and In Your Eyes, which was like yeah, a Yeah, In Your Eyes. And then he also dropped like a little video for, um, I think it was the Heartless remix the with Uzi. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's like him getting beat up in like POV. And like uh, it says to be continued. Sure. Or like uh, not to be continued. It says uh, intermission. Mm-hmm. Like, why would he end it off in, like, an intermission, you know? Like, I definitely think there's more videos to come. And, like, he just, um, he just taking pride in, like, uh, he, he owns the era, you know? He owns the time. Like, yeah. and especially since the tour dates are moved, like, he's definitely going to be, uh, I guess, stretching it out a bit longer than he can because people still want to be invested, right, in the music, right? For sure. Um, but, yeah, overall, Sonically is so good. Uh, it's more of a far-time album, though, if I'm going to be honest. Like, I'd rather listen to majority of the songs in the fall than now, you know? Because right now, to be honest, I'm listening to Party Mobile. Like, Party Mobile is actually, like, a summer, like, banger album. Okay, wait. Before before we get into uh, Party Mobile. Party Mobile. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But the Weekend album, I do like the Weekend album. I actually like the Weekend album a lot. Uh, it, it took me a second, though. Because I yeah. think a lot with a lot of Weekend albums... Um, Obviously, The Weeknd has a great voice, and the production is always good. Um, 
but it's hard to find the subtle differences between songs if you kind of listen to them all in one run. They kind of yeah. sound like they, they fade in a little bit, which is not always a bad thing, right? He's clearly trying to go for a vibe here, and he does. Uh, but I think that listening to it a couple of times, uh, I really got into some of the songs. I really like In Your Eyes. It's like a in pop banger. Uh, Alone Again is a great uh, intro. intro, and Until I Bleed Out is a great outro. Yeah. And I love when intros and outros yeah. are strong in that way because uh, they serve their purposes at the end of the album. Obviously, though, After Hours, because I was like, oh, maybe like In Your Eyes, like I'm, a, you know, I'm the pop guy yeah, out yeah. here. Uh, maybe that's like the best song. Yeah. I listen to After Hours again. After Hours, objectively, is a like you can't not say After Hours is the best song on the album. You it know, it really is. It, there's like the the and like I know we talked about this before, but that drop in the middle with the bass yeah. is deadly, right? It's it just, just a it's just a perfect like cut up halfway through the song, and it gives you that intricate production that you felt once before with the weekend, which was back in the trilogy days. You know, like mm-hmm. and that's that I feel like gravitates to a lot of people, like. Like you have to not, you can't not say that that's the best song on the album. Like it is for sure. Um, and even the deluxe when you drop the deluxe with the three extra songs, mm-hmm. uh, like I have friends who told me that like they'd rather have those songs on than some of the pop songs. But I actually enjoyed a lot of those songs. Like it didn't feel like it's like oh these are just random deluxe tracks. Like uh, missed you is a great song with uh, great drums. Mm-hmm. And same with uh, there's like a great synth loop on. Uh, What's the first song on here? I forgot, yeah, to be honest. On the first song? Yeah. Alone again. Y- no, on on the deluxe. Oh, I don't know. But anyways. Uh, nothing compares. The synth loop on nothing compares. That's oh, it's so okay. great. Yeah, it's so good. And um I, I would just I just enjoy it over time and I know I'm gonna continue to enjoy it once like the seasons change. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I think that um and this is a question for you, because I know you're uh you're a diehard. Yeah, you know, yeah. Day one. Yeah. You know, you got the vinyls. You got <laughs> it all. a fan, for sure. Are you still looking for Trilogy Weekend or even Kissman Weekend? I No, to be honest, like, I'm already, like, so so much a fan of the sound now that, like, whatever the weekend does, like, I'll probably enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like to see his growth, you know, like, as a, especially as an artist. Like, uh, you see that Starboy phase and, you know, he's being, he's getting out of his shell. Like, a lot of people don't rate that, but, like, like artists have to grow, you know, they have to grow with their music and, like, Especially if you you have the talent like he does, you want you want to make him the scene and you want to make like your legacy as big as it can be, right? Mm-hmm. So um, anything I see him do, like I'll always like be supportive because I just I w- I've already been so like in love with the sound already, you know his yeah. sound like that he brought to us, right? Sure. So uh, I don't think I'll, I'll mind like I w- I don't need him to rap about the drugs or anything like mm-hmm. he still will always will, but I'm just saying I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I like to see his growth, you know. I think it's clear that the weekend is um, very much making pop music right now, and yeah. and I would say that his sound, even from the hills, if we want to call that like a turning yeah. point in the weekend career, is like a pop version of trilogy. But that's what it is, right? Because essentially, the weekend made a type type of music in trilogy that had been embraced by the pop mainstream and yeah. kind of infused into that whole thing, uh, and then. At that point, that's what he ended up making, right? Which was the music that was inspired by his own music yeah. at a certain point. And that's where he kind of is now, yeah, which is fine. There was, like, this thing that went around uh, online where um, Weekend talked about in an interview how uh, he uh, he created, like, a pop sound that other people, like, even Usher mm-hmm. was looking to with the song Climax. Yeah. And uh, when you hear Climax, you can know for sure. Like, it's that's definitely, right. like, inspired by Weekend sound with the long riffs and, you know, just, like, stretching the notes and everything. And even the production, you can honestly tell. Uh, it's Diplo, right? Diplo production, right? Yeah. So, um, 
and even Diplo came out and said like I was inspired by the, like his sound and stuff. It just it just it just like crazy to see Weekend reaching these levels of, because his sound became pop sound, right? Yeah. And you can especially see that with the hills as well, like dark, eerie music, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the era to continue. And I'm telling you, you heard it here first. There's gonna be more videos. I know for sure they have to drop a snow child video. At one yeah. point, I so. think I think the idea that he's gonna drop more videos because there's um an album like uh, an album not mm. album uh, like a a tour that's coming up makes sense because we are have to we have to elongate this whole yeah. thing into the new era, uh but I guess that makes sense. But I I I, pr- I thought we had a lot of videos. I didn't know yeah. if we need more, uh but let's talk about this um pop banger album you called Party Mobile. Yo, Party Mobile actually. Like, okay, it took me a while. At first, I really did not like it. Like, it always sounded very similar. Like, like you're saying, like, the first time you go through an album, it's hard to uh, uh, identify discrepancies, right? But um, as as I was listening to it, like, it kind of gave me the vibe. Like, okay, when you hear Party Mobile, right? You hear that title of the album. You think to yourself, oh, is this going to be, like, an album where, like, I'm seeing the car and, like, everyone's going to get hyped and they're going to enjoy it? But that's not party sound. Like, that's not what I expect. But he actually gives us like a vibe that fits kind of the theme of everything that's going on. Like if you see his visualizer and everything, he's just like a night riding or sunset riding to nighttime, like cruising album that you can just put on from start to finish. Like m- like majority of the songs kind of bang. Like uh, uh, Eye On It, especially like other new songs other than the singles. Eye On It was a big hit. Touch Me is a big hit. Never Again is a big hit. Um, there's a lot of great songs that uh, I really enjoy throughout the album and uh like it's literally just like a i could just put it on go on a cruise like and then come home like it's just like a mad show album to listen to where you're driving and that's like I, I guess that's what he was going for is that what you want from a party album um i i honestly i don't mind it like uh i definitely feel like people can pick and choose original like pick and choose songs to listen to as well mm-hmm. like it's not like you have to do it like that yeah. but like it is what i enjoy like i it's a great tr- it's a great album for um just like cruising, listen to vibing, like it's mm-hmm. like, and like uh, as, y- as over time as you listen to it, it gets better. Like I feel like you notice little things that he does, and uh, it just sonically it sounds really good. Yeah, I think I think that uh, uh, yeah, to echo something I said about After Hours, uh, but maybe even more so for Party Mobile, um, it is is similar sonically, and I think the party's kind of always been like that. He kind of uh, uh, he crafted a sound that you know it, it it's the toronto sound but almost distilled to like its most pure form right it's very moody it's very low-key synth uh and party crooning what he does yeah um maybe i specifically only look out for like look for a certain thing from party which is like a very emo very sad boy yeah like sound uh because my favorite song is the news on uh, the party news yeah because i think that party ha- has a good way of um like in the in a similar way that Drake did, and Drake still does to a certain extent. He has those uh, Instagram caption lyrics. Oh yeah, right? yeah. And so like if you you know you you go on Instagram, you're like, uh, "What's new to you? Ain't news to me." Yeah, yeah. That's like it just it just says a lot. But know? there's a lot like yeah. I feel like he does hit his bag with that a bit. Yeah. Like like songs like "Never Again," like uh, "Never Again" will accept your apologies. Like those those like that's like the content of that mm-hmm. song. And even "Savage Anthem," like "Savage Anthem," like man goes nuts on that. Yeah. And the video even too is pretty sick. Like. For sure. uh, like it just, it just. I think he still hits his bag with that, but it's still like such a cruise vibe, like, uh, and it still feels kind of hype too, like you know, like, like I'll be bobbing my head and stuff yeah. at certain points in the album. I think, I think that is a good thing about Party, where he, 
he doesn't say much, but in that sparsity of lyrics, there's like a lot. Like you could just he says one line and you'd be like, damn, I gotta think about that first. Yeah, second. the one line yeah. like it's like yeah, one liners that are like super deep. Like you have to like think about like like I don't know just like the structure of like how he says it. Yeah. Like it's like I I would never like that structure would never come to me for that thought. Do you okay. do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, like uh. It just like he this the, he's a he has a great pen. We can never deny party of that, right? Mm-hmm. His pen is uh, a one. So, like I I really enjoy it, and I'm still enjoying it. Like I just put it on all the time whenever I'm driving, my party mobile album, and uh, it's just a great album. I enjoy it a lot. It's a good time to talk about what the best album that came out during quarantine. Yeah, take this in. My 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 uh, brother taught me. He's like, this is the best album that came out during quarantine. I don't think we're talking about the same. Oh, album. <laughs> <You're> not. <laughs> uh, but we could talk about. But yo, my too. brother, my brother said that, eh? That but we'll get to that later. But yeah, actually, let, let's get to that first you because that I think the, the other one's gonna be heated. So I'm assuming okay. your your brother, just what I didn't know about him, yeah. he said his best album this quarantine was Dua Lipa, yeah. uh, Future Nostalgia. Yeah, Future Nostalgia. Um, that probably is true. I'll be honest. Oh, it probably yeah. is a nostalgia. So I listened to it. I I wasn't able to listen to it a lot. I listened to it a couple times. Uh, what I can say from first listen though is uh I love the first three songs. Like mm-hmm. obviously there's a I don't know I don't know all the um singles or anything like that, mm-hmm. but I know that uh second song, what's it called? Uh I think the second song is called uh Don't Start Now. Don't Start Now. Uh yeah, that's like the TikTok song, right? Well, it's I like guess so. I'm a yeah. I'm an old man, so yeah, I don't know like if it's specifically a TikTok oh song, it's but like it's like sure. Uh, you know the 180 crazy. That's a yeah, yeah sure. don't yeah. yeah, that's like a TikTok song. So like, you could see how uh, that impacts her like her legacy. You know, like I'm the oldest man in the world. <laughs> I swear to God. Yo, like I don't even have TikTok either, but I just no, see I it don't. online stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, first three songs like cool. I enjoy a lot. Yeah, I uh, I like boys will be boys too. Like just the context. Like I don't know. Like uh, I know. Yeah, I know. You're, you're a real waste. I don't know. Yo, I like I I like it because like. I don't know why, just like a, it's a catchy tune, like such a catchy tune, like, but it's like a, it's like a, it's like a very, um, basic kind of tune, yeah. but it's like a catchy, like, I don't know what the chord synths or whatever it is, yeah. chord progression is or whatever, but it's like a, I love that kind of sound, like, and like, yo, but it's like, I don't know, I enjoyed it, and it's like the last song on the album, like, I enjoyed it, I like Good In Bed too. Good In Bed's good. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I don't know, I kind of got lost in the middle, like, during sure. the middle of the album, yeah. like, but like, the first few, like, Cool and uh, Good In Bed were like, mm-hmm. But even yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed boys with boys yeah. too. If I if I may, I love it for Dooley, but shout out to Dooley. But uh, this album it knocks. First of all, it's eleven songs, yeah. which you know that's the perfect length. You gotta keep it short. Um, and I think it's very clear in its purpose, even though it doesn't have like a overarching, like a storyline or a theme like some of these other albums do, which is fine, right? It has it's very clear in what it wants to do. It wants to be modern. And it also wants to be retro. Yeah. And you can see that all the way through the track listing, right? You got a lot of songs that sound like disco songs. You got songs that sound like 80s songs. You got songs that sound like like weird, like British, like mid-2000s stuff, like for like Good and Bad and stuff. Yeah. Like that. They all are, are like different vibes. And they all bang. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just top to bottom. Pop songs that work. Nothing too complex. But also like... I definitely see that retro vibe in like uh, yeah. the some of the songs. And also like... I feel like she gives us like such a um, variety of like uh, uh, cadences and sounds. Like sometimes I feel like she sounds like Lady Gaga, and other times like she just gives me like pure vocals. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, it's crazy to see. Like I never like thought I'd, you know, rate Dua Lipa, but I actually enjoy this album. Yeah. You know, I think I think that um, with her first album, which was also a very good album, I think it was just just subtitled. 
uh, she was just a part of like a pop landscape of a lot of you know people who are just like putting songs out and mm-hmm. and labels all that kind of thing. There's a lot of people, frankly, uh, but I think that with this album, um, she's kind of like distinguished herself as like a pop star with a very s- distinct voice and kind of a distinct catalog who cares a lot about like the album and like oh this is my album and not just like a collective of singles right because I think that the the first Dua Lipa album even though it was good and it had a lot of bangers on it Did isn't it like highly awarded I think so I yeah, think right? I think there was a lot of because I think she won and now now I'm gonna be like yo don't fact check me uh-huh. I think she won best new artist the year that came out oh maybe I think uh, so I think so yeah I can't verify that though but uh, she like there's a lot of all the singles are bangers of course. You know, she's yeah, not the biggest yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. But there's like 20 songs on the album, so there's a lot of like. Oh, yeah, yeah. But in this one, you got like, I have 11 bangers. She gave you that conciseness that. Yeah, the consistency and, and the conciseness, that's what I want. Yeah. Right. And it's like 40 minutes. And I put it top to bottom. I skipped Boys Will Be Boys, but you know. Yeah. Yo, Boys Will Be is. Boys, but Girls Will Be With Men. Come on, man. Nah, how can you not? How can you not wait that? Yeah. Don't make me say something wild right now. It's just, a, it's just, a, it's. Sonically, I think I, it's I love that. I don't know. Find me that chord progression. Put it on a song. I'll enjoy it. Nah, you know, it's, it's great. I enjoyed okay. it. But um, Sh- shout out to your brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He knows it's real. Yeah, I know. Yeah, don't yeah. give him that. Yo, he's gonna hear the podcast and like be like, "Let me on next time." Nah, yo, legit, <laughs> he might need to be on. <laughs> no, yo, <laughs> only the real ones know. That's <laughs> the, the true pop heads know that. It'd be great goes. to see a pop discussion between my brother and you. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, yo, I'll be down to hear that. <laughs> third mic, I rate it. We'll bring him on. Um, but yo, before I hold you back. That I get into what you want to talk about. Absolutely. The greatest album, apparently, of this quarantine. Of course. Let us know. <laughs> what is it? Our in testimony. J Electronica. Oh yeah, legit. It's J Electronica? J Electronica. Uh, not Jay Z? Oh. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Legit, yeah. <laughs> I don't honestly, know. I yo, know. Yo, yo why? <laughs> yeah, honestly. Okay, no, no, no. Yo, we're going to get started on this right now. <laughs> All I know. Is that every <laughs> blogger and rapper are just jealous that they can't get Jay on the album? Yeah, I don't understand what the problem is. Okay, it's not jealous, but like. No, nah, no, nah, it's 100% jealous. Shout out to Joe Budden. I know he's jealous. He might be jealous. You, if you can't, if you can get Jay on the album, you can tell Jay not to come on the album. I don't understand what the problem is. No, but oh, okay, obviously, like if it's a collab album, yeah. But this is his first album, right? Wouldn't you want something like? And yo, it's not even like Jay starts off the album. Like Jay Z starts off yeah. the album, you know. I, I like, knew you were going to hit me with this, bro. I'm telling you, it don't even matter what Jay say in that first verse, right? Because mm-hmm. first of all, first of all, this is what I want. This is actually structurally what I love about an album, right? It's got everything I want. How many songs is it, Sean? I think it's nine or... It's ten songs. Ten perfect times. number of songs, right? It's got like a nice intro with like some strings yeah. and like a nice political speech from, I think, Louis Farrakhan. Yeah. You know, talking about like, yo, w- yeah, the black people are the true people of the earth and all that stuff. A uh, very militant, very Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he does a lot of quant quant bars. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, right? Because because Jay Z will rap. I don't even know what Jay Z raps about in the at the beginning of uh, the Ghost of Soldier Slim, which mm. is a great song. Yeah, Ghost of Soldier Slim is a great song. But about a minute into the song, Jay Electronica comes on for the first time, and he says, "If it comes from me and Hove, consider yeah, it Quran. Yeah, yeah. And if it comes from any of those, consider it Haram. <laughs> Shut down." Shut down 100%. I got chills saying it right now. Because <laughs> that's how you know That's how you know the album <laughs> begins. Because that, that's the yeah, true beginning yeah. of the album. Four or five minutes into the album, Jay Electronic comes on first line. With that tells you everything you need to know. You, you know that Jay's on the album all the way. You know that 
Jay Electronica's on the album, killing it. And you know, it's going to be about like Muslim shit. That's yeah. what it's going to be about. It's, it's a very militant. It's a, it's like a, it's a great, it's a great album. And this is, this is now my introspection time. I've decided I'm an old man now. <laughs> this, this, this is really what I want because I think that, um, and it'll be like a running theme going on, that. I I love Drake. Of course, you know, I'm a, a resident Drake historian. Yeah. The Toronto OVO, sound. OVO van out here. 100% OVO van. Uh, and I love the, the Toronto sound, mm. you know, praise be. But I love just old men rapping over sample beats. It's just what I want. Yeah. Shout out to Jay Electronica. Shout out to Run the Jewels. Shout out to Pusha T. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's just because anytime somebody chops up a beat, throw some heavy drums on it, and they're rapping about whatever they're rapping about. Who cares? Yeah. It just flows nice. Uh, I think that because I think and I think that's exemplified here on this album from uh, the song halfway through, uh, "Shiny Suit Suit." Shiny Suit. Uh, yeah. Shiny Suit Theory. Th- yeah. Which is a song that was released ten years ago. What? Yeah, so that song was actually released so 10 you're years you're ago. you're educating me now. Okay, yeah. Right, I got to tell you the facts. Right? But take that in. So that song was released 10 years ago. Got Jay Electronic on it. Got Jay-Z on it. And it's got like these chopped up samples. Oh. So what I'm trying to say is that things never change. Yeah. So this album sounds exactly like that song. Yeah. Even though that song was 10 years old. Yeah. It's all the vibes. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? saying? I, think, I think people were just about this album that I came at you for at the beginning yeah. was... um. As an artist, like people want to see like individuality, like individuality creation. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, we want to see people work with people we love, but uh, I guess a lot of people were hoping for the first J Electronic album yeah. for him to come out by himself as who he is. You know, this is me as an artist. Like you can hear, it. and um, some people feel like that co- that part, this project got tainted by that because Jay Z was in it and could obviously like uh, make it better because of who Jay Z is, mm-hmm. right? Bring more attention to it, you know? Yeah, and. Uh, I guess the real stands of who he was wanted to hear him give out that individual. Because what? How many songs is Jay Z on? Like, at least he's seven. He's on almost ten. all of them. Yeah, at least yeah. seven out of the ten songs he's on, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I love the blinding too with Travis. I don't know why Travis got. He sounds like Kanye, like yeah. like some heartless Kanye. Like, I don't know if that's like the same melody or something, but like that hook, like it sounds no, like it sounds like Kanye, like and. Uh, that sounded sick with J, uh, J Electronica, like yeah. that kind of sound, like that kind of gave me those like odd vibes, like you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's not something that I uh, I listen to often. Yeah. But uh, I I'll allow I I enjoy your commitment to like yeah. you know you living the OG life and you know. I'm just an OG shot. Yeah, yeah. How I live my life because I think that and I I do I don't want to say I get it because these men are haters, but uh, I get why people are like oh I wanted a J Electronica uh, album. But you have to think about it in two other contexts, right? And I think the co- one context, you got to think of it as an album, yeah. right? Ima- so imagine if he dropped an album three years ago and it was a solo album. And then the second album was like a J Electronica, Jay-Z album. Everyone would have been hyped. Everybody would have been losing their minds. And you got it as like a surprise drop like three days before yeah, the quarantine yeah. started, right? It's been fueling my life. And it's mm. just a great album yeah. right, on that level. The second part that you have to think about it is you have to think about what it does to Jay-Z. Because I think Jay-Z goes harder on this album than he has in, like, the last three years. Yeah, yeah, right? that's true, you know? Because Jay-Z's just on his, like, on his, like, hustler mentality, you know, you know like, just living his life. I guess together they both could uh, bring back that sound that they've, what he had, like, when yeah. he said the silver uh, suit theory, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know, I don't know what the whole vision was for this album, yeah. but I guess both of them, Jay, Jay Electronica, Jay-Z, they, um, 
that came together to just give us something from like a blast from the past, right? That's exactly what yeah, it is, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it, it honestly reminds me a lot of like, you know, shout out to my boy Pusha T one one time yeah. when Jay Z jumped on Drug Dealers Anonymous. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a it's it's clearly Drug like Jay Z is a very rich guy, obviously a very very rich guy. Yeah. But sometimes he just want to raps about like stuff like he's the nineties, right? Yeah. And and he does that with these people, right? He can't really rap like that with Beyonce. Mm. He r- a little bit on his solo albums, but what he really wants to do is get yeah. super I think grimy. That is, that is true. Right? And just be like, yo, you don't know me about, like, yo, mm. guru, send the B, and, like, yo, that man did a bid for me, and you shout to this guy, shout to my accountant. I rate it. That's yeah. just what I want from Jay-Z. Yeah. And honestly, like, I, I, I understand your perspective. For sure, like, you're definitely uh, showing us what music can do, like, you know, like, and especially, mm-hmm. like, that sound, like, I could tell, like, that's where they came from, right? That's what yeah. they want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I could see that people are enjoying it, probably, just like you, right? Yeah. There probably is a lot of people yeah. doing it, just like yeah. you. So, uh, I do want to make a clear distinction, though, because I don't, I don't like, because I know that there's, like, kind of, like, two camps, right? There's, like, the camps of, like, these OGs, and then there's the camps of, like, people who they call, like, mumble rappers, and, th- you know, the yeah. OG shit on them, and stuff like that. Um, I'm not a part of like the the hip, the hop, yeah. the hip and <laughs> like I don't like any of that. Rap without melody. No, yeah, rap without melody. I think yeah. is very important. I think beats matter a lot, right? None of this like, oh, I'm gonna drop like a drum loop and then just rap over for 20 minutes. Yeah. Don't want that. The beats gotta go hard. Yeah, they the gotta be chopped be hard, up yeah. samples. I'm just, I just wanted to make that clear because I yeah. think that if I go too hard in this direction, people will be like, yo, this yeah. man's like talking about like I don't know. No, no. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, I feel like even for both of us, like. uh we do have like certain artists that we're fans of, mm-hmm. but uh, we w- both are open to a variety of music. You know, Absolutely. not uh, when it's whether it's hip hop, rock, R and B, pop. Uh, we look at everything, right? And sure. like, it's great to see, like, we're for great for you, hoping to enjoy our perspective of it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else? Like those are, I guess, the names I named the top. There's a couple that came out that were like still like I still bang a lot. Obviously. Uh, Don Tolliver, Heaven or Hell, mm-hmm. uh, that came out right before quarantine started, and uh, I've been listening to that so much. Uh, Wonder Girl all over the production, yo. So it gives me that rodeo vibe, like, and sure. it's like you know, it just like Don Tolliver. This sounds like this album sounds like a like a newer version of rodeo. Like it gives me those rodeo vibes and like this intricate production. Like when you talk about Company Candy, like so many good songs on it. Um, and then after that's a drop, high praise, by the way. What Rodeo is, yeah. uh, is I think one of the best produced albums. Like that's what I'm saying. Like years. this album, Heaven Hell, like you can go through it and like it's like it's honestly so good. Sure. Uh, the production so deep and taken. After he dropped the album, he dropped the chop not slop version, and you know it's just everything slowed down. And so like it's so sick because I g- I listened to that album a lot and like I I I found certain like beat indications that were like super sick. Like I found it super sick. And then when they do the chop not slop version. Like, it's, like, they change it up just a little bit more, like, and they, like, speed up certain parts and slow down, like, everything else, and just super mellow, super great background music, like, um, just such a vibe, like, you know, like, I never done lean, but these guys, I don't know if this sounds great to them, but for me, like, just chilling, mm-hmm. just enjoying my time, like, I'm I'm loving that. Uh, like, Don Tavo, he's, like, one of the next to, like, come up, come out of it, like, I honestly believe that, like, uh. And I think uh, they were kind of trying to go for that, like, rodeo sound, I think. Because Wonder Girl is all over rodeo. And, like, sure. all over, she was all over this album. Uh, album. And uh, I was just, that was just such a great album for me. Anything else? And what else kind of dropped during this Do time? Do you want to talk about the uh, Alina, Alina Baraz? Yeah. 
um, yeah, Elena Blast too. Like she's a new artist that's come up coming up. Uh, this is apparently her first studio album, but she has like a mixtape, like two mixtapes before. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great album coming from features from uh, Khalid, Smino, Nas, and uh, it's such a chill vibe, such a good. Uh, it's like it reminds me of going to the water and just like chilling by the beach and just yeah. enjoying that kind of vibe and. Uh, like uh, off the grid, like whenever her and Khaled get together, it's always a big banger. Whether it be like this song off this mm-hmm. album, off the grid, or floating electric, like uh, she gives us a different sound, which is more like uh, it's more like mellow, but like it's ov- over some like hard production. Like the production they do is like super uh, synthy, super uh, spaced out, and like uh, I don't know what else you can add to it. You, you listen to Alina Brown? Yeah, I, li- I listened to the Alina Brown album. Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was I thought it was real vibey, real yeah. chill. Didn't have the, the I kind of jumped around the the track listing, but uh, it's clear what it is. It's like a very um, yeah. Like I think the, I think I'll be honest. The, ter- the term is like Spotify core. I think is what they call it. It is a Spotify right? core. Where yeah. like it, it's just like it's a little bit of hip hop and it's a little bit of pop music and it's all low key and it's all. Over I the think that's filter. how she started as an artist. Yeah. Like just like that's how people figured her out. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like recent days she's been kind of like emerging out of that. Mm-hmm. Seeing more features uh, and um, just trying more things, I feel like like you know odd stuff like like it's super super vibey, super catchy. But like now she's like uh, collaborating with artists that I would I never thought she'd be with on with Nas on a song. No, but like not. and that song's really good. And um, like I feel like with this album she did like a crazy like anime aesthetic that I super enjoy. You know, yeah. so uh, like I feel like she's like trying to reach an audience that yeah maybe could be that Spotify core. But it's also like um, catching the vibe of the newer crowd, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, I think both Don Tolliver and her like emerging artists out of this quarantine, like yeah. they're coming out of it with some great songs that will probably last a long time. Okay, so I I want to shout out one album uh, honorable mention before we get into like one last thing, and I want to shout out the, the Haley Williams album. Uh-huh. Uh, are you you're familiar with Haley Williams? Yeah, Haley yeah, Williams. Yeah. Lee Singer Paramore, uh, very famous in that part of the band. But she did like a solo album, I guess, because like. I don't really know, but she was like, I guess, very emotional, and she just had like a very personal album that she wanted to drop. Um, and so what she dropped, and what it ended up being, it's called Pedals for Armor, and it's like fifteen very weird songs. They're still very pop songs, or like pop, I guess. In um, like they're not like eight minutes, or they're not like weird, like scratching noises and stuff like that. It's like very. It's just like she's good at singing, and they're pop songs, but they're weird in how. Um, personal they are they feel very like oh i'm like listening to something that maybe i shouldn't be listening to mm-hmm. um and they're just they're just great songs and uh i thought at first i thought i didn't like it because it was really like a weird thing to listen to but then you just listen to it a couple times and you're in it yeah and i'm yeah. like okay Hello williams another banger yeah uh whenever if fairbar ever drops another album again Damn. we're gonna talk about it here because i personally i've been listening to paramore are they like officially broken up or like no 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 no. i think it's just like a detour yeah uh like this is just like a thing that she drops and maybe they'll do it again Mm -hmm. like uh because it's that's one of those weird things where like especially when you're the lead singer of a band and you go solo that solo project's always going to sound like the band anyway yeah 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 yeah. uh and like her her drummer is still producing all of this stuff oh yeah he's just not playing the drums anymore right and so it just it just it just sounds different and it's interesting um and it feels very mature in a way, but that that creates the hype too, you know. Hopefully, like if we ever see a Paramore Pil- album come back, yeah. right? Like, I want to be so excited for it, right? Hundred percent. Because I think that I think she hasn't dropped a bad song. But this is the only solo project. Yeah, this is the only okay. solo project. Because there was th- this this was like I guess a long time in the making. Because 
you know, shout out back in the day to my boy B.O.V. Yeah, B.O.V. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Where like, oh, had, yeah, that song Airplanes, right? Yeah. yeah. Where yeah, Haley was on the hook. And then there were like rumors at that point where she's like, oh, she's oh. going to go solo. She's on all these hooks for all these songs. Uh, that never turned out into anything. But this ended up being that thing, yeah. I guess. And it's just chill. Mm. Um, but the last thing I want to talk about before we sign off is, um, you know. You're not going to talk about your boy? Well, he's my boy. I know. Over your van. That's exactly what I'm going to talk How do you think we're going to end up a podcast without talking about my boy, Drizzy Drake Rogers? That's, like, a, that's pretty crazy that we're talking about him last on, the <laughs> on the everything that dropped during this quarantine. I think the reason that we talk about Drake last um, is because Drake didn't spend much time on this, let's be honest, right? So he dropped his, his I guess it's like a prelude to the actual album, which I'm fine yeah. with. Uh, I think that very importantly, he said something else was coming because if he just dropped this, I would have been cheesed. Man's, gonna, man's going back to like October vibe drops. Like, yeah, if yeah. he's dropping later, then like he's not going to drop this summer. I don't think. I, I, I heard summer. Oh, yeah? I heard summer 2020. I, I mm-hmm. heard soon come. Yeah, it's probably like we have two months, two months, two we'll months. See. But, but uh, Darkling demo tapes. And I guess during the dark times, you know, we had to listen to it. It was pretty good. Like, we already heard some of the leaks already. Like, but mm-hmm. like, I, I guess to hear it completed, like, and him giving us that release. I was surprised that a lot of the singles were on it. Like, I thought he'd save it for the album. Like, especially uh, the UK one, the inspired one, War. Mm-hmm. I was inspired that was on it. Uh, Chicago well, thing. When to say when. Of course. Um, Bangers. What else? What the I was surprised it was all on it, though. Yeah. Tuesday Slide. Yeah, Tuesday Slide, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the we did get a lot of, a couple good songs out of it. D4L. Uh, mm-hmm. I like Landed, too. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a couple that I really did. But that's... new ones. I think that's the the, I think core to the Drake phenomena is this right. Drake essentially dropped thirteen songs that were in his trash bin on his Windows computer, <laughs> right? And he just gave it to the public, and they all they all slapped to one extent or another. Yeah. They're Drake songs. That's all that we want. Um, I think my favorite part about this whole thing is that now we know nothing that's on the new album. Yeah, right yeah, now yeah. now it's like album, a fresh start. Yeah, clean slate. Exactly, yeah. and it could be anything. Now, yeah, right. Because I think that especially when. Because I love Chicago Freestyle. I love When to Say When. Definitely like them as songs. Um, but when they came out, we kind of knew if these songs are on the album, I know what this album sounds like, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like an older Drake, um, but also kind of like a retro. Like, you got your Rhapsody Raps on the When to yeah. Say When, and then you got your vibes on Chicago Freestyle. Yeah. That's kind of what it's going to be. But now all that's out, right? So now we have no idea what's happening. For all we know, he restarted it at this point, and it's like a whole separate thing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it, this, this takes me back to like, take care where like, um, he drops dreams when he can buy and then he drops club paradise oh, yeah, and yeah, then he yeah. drops free spirit and drops. then he's like, psych, none of those songs are on the album. Yeah. It's all illusion. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, <laughs> tell me where to go then. Yeah. Right? yeah. Um, and, it, and even that situation, both though, the album was great. And then those songs were also fun. Yeah. Those fun. songs were good. Uh, so, you know, I'm just waiting for the new Drake drop then. Yeah. If it comes out this summer, that'd be crazy. Cause. I guess now that things are getting eased up, mm-hmm. like people might be enjoying stuff. Like yesterday, I went to the patio, so uh, yeah. not here in Toronto, but in Durham, everything opens. Well, Toronto, you guys are still sh- waiting. Sh- out sh- here. Shout out to your region. Shout yeah, I'm just saying, Durham. You know, we're open for business. Yeah. meet me at the patio. We'll go be there. Um, but uh, yeah, if if things ease up too, and like you know, we're able to actually go out and enjoy the summer, a Drake project would be great. Mm-hmm. You know, something to really uh, relift the city and make yeah. us like amped for like at least something we can enjoy out yeah. of all this nonsense that's been going on. Um, but I do think I feel the same way about Drake that maybe you feel about The weekend, which is like, I'd be happy if he dropped it 
in the summer, like, you know, the sooner the better or whatever. Uh, but I want him to drop it in the fall. And yeah. I want him to drop it in the fall because the music that's on the album is like sad yeah. boy. That's what listen on a rainy day. Yeah, yeah. That's what we all gravitate to at yeah. the end of the day, right? We want to hear that yeah. that deep content, those those lows. We want those lows, you know? For sure. But uh, I appreciate a one dance. <laughs> but give me a Marvin's room. Yeah, give us a Marvin's room. You know, that's <laughs> what I want. <laughs> that is true. That is right? True. It just is what it is. Yeah. Or give me I'll be honest, as as I get older. Maybe I'm becoming less of an emo person, mm. and I really like Wednesday ones. Wednesday G- give me oh that. Give, give me that, that real talk. That conscious, you know, talking. You yeah. know, not even conscious. Oh no, just like, like my situation, like exactly. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like Show me the way. Yeah. OG. You know what I'm <laughs> That's what I want. It's so great. Yeah, but um, hopefully, no new music is gonna come out. Like yeah. some great stuff that will come out throughout the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna be here every week. So uh, make sure you stay tuned. We're going to be talking new releases. If you enjoyed this, make sure you follow us on Just a Fan Cast on both Twitter and Instagram. We'll be doing some fun things there eventually. But uh, for now, you know, just come listen to us talk. Enjoy it. Um, you have anything else to add? No? Yeah. That's good. All right. Well, uh, this is your boy Gobes and my main man, Olivin. Just a Fan. Sign off. Take care. Mm-hmm.